Simple. Danny goes to the movies, writes a review. You hear him on the podcast, now you know what he would do. Grab your popcorn and your soda or your healthier snacks. Enjoy the film and just relax. You don't have to do this all alone. Join our community and we'll talk about it, yo. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. All right, everybody. Welcome to I Screamed, You Scream for Movies for Sunday, April 16th. And I know it's very, very overdue of this type of movie review episode. But fuck it, it's a raw feed. My apologies, we're doing it live. My name is Danny, and I have two still consistent returning veteran guests from the pregame hype and the trailer reaction to the Mario episodes, Hyper Mario 24, a.k.a. Devante, and Morgan. Thank you guys for joining. Yeah, thank you for having us again. <laughs> nice to see, um, yes, nice to be back once again. So, uh, I know this is overdue, like I said, but... This time, it's for sure, this is the right date to do this episode since having you guys is also important to having consistency for this type of topic. So I cannot wait to talk about the Super Mario Bros. movie. It's been overdue, but it's time to talk about this. So let's get straight off the bat real quick. So just for quick thoughts, let's just go ahead and throw it to one of you guys. So uh, Morgan, quick thoughts. Tell us about what you think of the Mario movie. I describe it in like just a few words. It's, um, it's a really good movie. They, um, they, um, it's a constant barrage of uh, just, like, things for Mario fans. You can just, like, point out every reference. You can tell the people making the movie love Mario as well. It's like if, a, it's like if you gave a Super Nintendo fan uh, the ability to make the movie. Yes, it's a dream come true for this type of movie. I like uh, your idea. And uh, Hyper, what do you think of the movie as well? Probably the same thoughts as Morgan. I thought the movie was great all around. There was definitely a lot of references and just a lot of Mario stuff that I know every Nintendo fan is going to love when they watch this movie, especially if they have kids. Because <laughs> the kids are definitely going to love this movie. But yeah, it's it's pretty much a joy ride from beginning to end, honestly. And uh, for me, there's two ways to put this at this as this. So if you're not, number one, for those listening, if you're not a Mario fan, you're going to pretty much describe it as an elimination movie. That's pretty much it. But if you're a Mario fan and you're listening to this episode, you will agree for what Morgan and Hyper Mario said. It is a joyride of a movie. I really love this. It's insane from start to finish. So much references, great performances, great animation. So much to speak about this. But I had a lovely time seeing this movie. And I got to see like three times as I hold the number three. For those who watch this on YouTube. But... Three times I saw the movie, and Morgan, you saw it like two times, and Hyper, you saw it like one time, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw it two times. I'm just going to wait for like a digital release into, um, before yeah, I watch it too. again. Yeah, me too. I'm waiting for digital too. It's going to release 31 days from the release. So next month on May 9th is when they're dropping on digital, which is not an issue because Mario's already a big success, and it's going to make a lot of money. So I'm not even like worried about how much it needs to make anymore, so. Which we'll get to this episode for sure, but um, let's go ahead and talk about the cast. This is very important. Now, we've all been skeptical what the voice cast is all about until we got a looks of the movie. So, 
Gentlemen, who do you guys want to speak on first that puts up the show or something to get out of your back? Like, who should we speak on first? I think we should discuss about Chris Pat because he's the person that's probably gotten the most buzz about the move um, in the movie. I agree. So, uh, Morgan, since you suggested it, what do you think of Chris Pratt after all this movie? I think Chris Pratt actually had a really good performance. I'm, I'm like I said, not only was it a good performance, I'm glad they didn't play into anything like making fun of the the game Mario voice. They didn't make fun of it too much. The um, the Italian joke they make at the very beginning of the movie was pretty good. It didn't feel like offensive or anything like that. I think the reason why people didn't like his voice so much was because of the trailers. He was painted very badly in the trailers, but I liked his final performance a lot. Probably one of my favorites now, surprisingly. I agree. It, so the way they did this for the marketing, they show how Chris Pratt can be a downer until we see the movie our, ourselves. This is a huge surprise. I have to agree with that. He did pull up quite the show, and the way, he, the way how the first act starts off, he speaks very well as Mario. He goes like, it's a me, Mario. Oh, my God. I mean, he's great. Oh, my God. That surprised me what he did with, like, Charlie Day. Which, Charlie Day, I got to say, he's also a great addition to it, too. And no way we can just put away what we just think about him, Chris Pratt, and Charlie Day, both Mario and Luigi. They were just fine. Incredible job. Awesome work from these two. And just bringing what Chris Pratt, we all owe him a serial apology after all this time we've been doubting. Especially the first announcement. And we just got to see it, and we just got blown away for that. That's very, very, very good. Uh, Hyper, just to go to you, what do you think of Chris Pratt as well as Charlie Day as well? Well, I know a lot of people were skeptical about him when they first heard his voice as Mario in the trailers. But after watching the entire movie, I thought his performance was fine. I don't think it's amazing, because there were some parts where in his voice lines where it sounded flat, and he kind of just sounded like Chris Pratt to me. but. All in all, he was fine. I, I definitely do enjoy the, the beginning of the movie where they were like playing off the accents and then they start speaking normally. <laughs> like they start sounding Italian and stuff, so that, that yeah. one was good. Mario and Luigi are both Italian, so that's why Chris Pratt did the job just like that. I know it could be anyone's thoughts, but for me and us, actually, we, we think it's pretty good. And yeah yeah pretty much yeah i i, de I definitely don't uh hate his voice his voice is completely fine it's just that those are some parts of the movie i i i just sounded really flat to me like he was just sounding like chris pratt not really mario when you it's just me i gotta watch the movie again i only watched it once i still need to watch it again i'm waiting for digital like yeah, you guys are so but... as you watch the movie just like me i saw it three times morgan saw it two times and anyone that saw it like, a couple few times as you watch it over and over, you'll get you'll start to get used to it. As a matter of fact, I should speak about this about Chris Pratt. It's like this he sounds like Mario, and I never think about Chris Pratt voicing him. I feel like that was like someone else. But you literally I literally ignore who whoever voiced Mario sounds exactly like Mario. But Chris Pratt is Chris Pratt at the end of the day. I still think he did a great job. And uh Charlie Day as well, uh, you guys. I think he still nailed it as well. Even he's been sidelined a little bit, but he still put up good voice of luigi so uh yeah you guys early see? day is very um charlie day is very good it was also a very fitting role even if he didn't get much to um screen time to really let him um, let him let him let him rule a little bit show what he's got yeah i thought he was good too not much thoughts on him i just thought he was a he was a good luigi pretty much again like morgan said i wish luigi had a little bit more screen time especially interacting with mario and the other cast but from what i've heard from luigi so far he He's a good Luigi. Very good Luigi. 
This is a little side note. I was expecting like more Luigi and Bowser scenes, but after he gets thrown in the cage, that's all from him. Well, mm -hmm. maybe next time. He's rather the this the this. Oh my god, I don't know what to call it. I forgot this. What usually call Princess Peach, but the damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah. There we go. He's the des damsel distress this time around in Princess Peach. Which speaking of that, I think I'm ready to move on to the one and only Princess Peach voice actress. And God, I'm telling you guys, I think I'm just in love. In love, love, love. I swear. Anya Taylor-Joy. She freaking killed it. She absolutely stunned the world. Then what movie she's been doing through The Menu, The Northmen, The Queen's Gambit. There's other projects she's been doing through. And picking her as Princess Peach, I thought she lovely nailed it. I no have words. I just love listening to her. I love... You know what? I don't know. I just... It'd be, it sucks. It would be. It would suck if they didn't cast her back. I know she'd be down for it for sure. I'm glad she. Whatever she did, she took the role well and she voiced Princess Peach the right way. I loved it. What do you guys think of Princess Peach by Anya Taylor Joy? Oh, I like. Yeah, I liked Anya jo Taylor Joy as Peach. Not only is it just a fitting role, she really puts it to it. She always has. Um, she has really good range. Um, she has really good range with Peach. Yeah, yeah, same here. I thought she was a fantastic Peach as well. And I get that, that they were trying to change things up a bit to make the story not seem too, uh, you know, like Mario simple. They were trying to change things up a bit, which I get. And yeah, I, I dig it. I really do dig uh, Anya Taylor as Peach. I think she should come back should they make a sequel. <laughs> oh, the sequel is likely not for sure. And mm -hmm. uh, let's go on to... Um... Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Now we're lucky not to, we were lucky not to hear any of those regular Toad voices, but Keegan Michael Key totally fit well as Toad. And the more you watch it, the more you get used to how Toad is for sure. And dang, he didn't crack his single voice vocal cords doing Toad. It's actually impressive. So I gotta get props to Keegan Michael Key for his role well as Toad. It really fits. But what did you guys think of it? For a, for being a comedian, he and not cracking like a single joke in like the movie, he's still really funny. That's like a crazy thing that he's able to do. Toad's um gotta be like one of my favorites in the like entire movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was a bit on and off with uh, Toad's voice, but the more I got into the movie, the more I started to like his voice. So. I think he's good, too. It definitely gets a thumbs up for me. I, I definitely think it's Toad's voice. Thumbs up, indeed. Thumbs up. Mm -hmm. And now let's go on to Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. No words. He greatly fits. No shit. No doubt. I think he totally killed this Donkey Kong. No words to say. What do you guys think of Seth Rogen as DK? Um, another um, good casting. It was one of those things where you see the casting. It's like, oh, this is perfect. I like how he, um, I like how he just constantly switch. Um, I like how he just constantly looks like he's gonna be sympathetic, and then he just and then he pulls out his rude side, comedic oh, side. <laughs> yeah, uh, hyper. What about you? Yeah, Donkey Kong, pretty, pretty much one of the highlights for me. And it's like, uh, cause like uh, Seth Rogen, believe it or not, is, is someone I predicted a long time ago. If they made a Mario movie, that Donkey Kong would be voiced by Seth Rogen. I just. I've heard the guy in some movies, and his voice just seems like a good Donkey Kong, and it was. <laughs> I especially loved 
when Donkey Kong and Mario interact and they were just like ganging up on each other. It's I so like how weird. this is exactly the right chemistry also between him and Mario. Just like how they were mm -hmm. rivals back in the day from the Donkey Kong video game arcade. Yeah. This is exactly what they did with how the characteristics work. They actually did a good job. Except yeah, I, I think. I, oh, sorry. Except it wasn't exactly how the video game took place. It was actually they already just start hating each other. Obviously, it, it's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I like that. What were you saying, mm -hmm. Piper? I was just, I was just saying. I think, I think uh, they did a good job with the dynamic between Mario and Donkey Kong. It's one of the highlights for me, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty good. And just to make the note, Fred, Fred Armisen does voice Cranky Kong. I saw he still did fine. It actually makes sense for him to voicing. Now, I didn't find it. I didn't like. Now, just to give an example, I didn't like his been voicing Cole in the Lego Ninjago just to comp that. I think he fits well for Cranky Kong more than ever. I honestly think Cranky, his voice is okay. I didn't really. Uh, it wasn't doing much for me. It just sounded a little off. But that's probably because I never heard Cranky Kong talk. So, <laughs> well, if you watch the Donkey Kong TV show, yeah, he does have a voice actor, indeed. Oh, yo, yeah, yeah, that old show. But uh, from his, I think his voice is okay. Just nothing amazing for me, at least. And uh, Morgan, what about you? As a uh, uh, Cranky Kong, I think the casting is a good decision, but I feel like what he did as a voice is pretty weak overall. It's, it's like really unfitting. Like, you hear all the other voices, and you're like, oh, yeah, that, I could see that coming out of their mouth. And then Cranky Kong just doesn't sound like Cranky Kong. I think he's probably the low point for all the voice actors. Even if it's not terribly low, there's not, like, a gap between the I worst agree. and the second worst. Yeah, nothing major, I, but I thought having Cranky but Kong it's very was interesting. Yeah, I thought having Cranky in the movie was interesting. But, yeah, totally, like, the lowest that I could give, but I still thought he was okay. And uh, let's go on to the main... Uh, actually, before we do, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, uh, very good. Actually, he doesn't usually sound, the actor himself doesn't usually sound like that, but I'm just going to throw it to you guys. What do you think of Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek? Oh, I love Kamek's voice actor. But the, um, yeah. the, when they like sure, sure, first showed the voice in like the first trailer, it's like, oh my god, that is actually like super perfectly fitting. Yeah, good yeah. Show. Considering... Kemi kind of has, like, Luigi syndrome, where, like, he doesn't get uh, as much screen time as, like, everybody else, but I still love his perform uh, um, the performance. Considering he, doesn't Very fitting. considering he doesn't sound usually what he usually sounds like, I thought he actually did good as Kevin as Kamek. He actually surprised well. But, Hyper, what were you going to say? I think it's the good kind of different on, like, Cranky Kongs, but, yeah, I liked it. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Kamek was another good one for me, too. Like, like I said, he doesn't, he doesn't get much screen time, but it's just, like... When he's on the screen, like, I think he nails it with Kamek. So it's just like, especially when he talks with Bowser and stuff. So <laughs> I like I like his voice. It's definitely fitting. And speaking of the show, Stealer of the Show, why don't we just go on to the best part? And this is Morgan's favorite, favorite, favorite. He loves this guy. He loves him all of his life. Bowser as Jack Black. Or excuse me, reverse that. Jack Black as Bowser. Boy, do we have to leave him the last. Oh, man. The best for last. He fucking killed it. Jack Black. He's really the best of it. Does school rocking, goose bumping, jumanjing all over his Bowser. He absolutely killed it. No doubt. I have not complained. He steals the show every bit of that. Especially. Look. Morgan also, I'm sure, he loves the song that he performed that goes... 
Pizzas, 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 pizzas. I can't sing a shit. Yes, 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 yes. They're considering and they're considering that song for an Oscar. That be fucked up. Everybody <laughs> listening to this, do you agree that song should go to the Oscar at least nominated? I don't know if it's gonna win. Yes, it should at least get nominated. It has to. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, you have listeners. If you're watching on YouTube or people are listening to this podcast, do you think it that song can go to the Oscars? Shoot me an email, which is in the episode in the show notes episode, or if you're watching this on YouTube, comment if you think that song deserves the Oscar. I think it totally deserves. But Jack Black, I'm gonna just conclude this awesome awesome job biggest part of the movie i'm sure everybody loved this guy for sure all the years and i think he's the all-stars a a list of the show of that than everybody i guess in me sense of me but jack black is jack black uh what do you guys think of jack black as bowser just to put that final thought he's um, he's the probably the person that puts the most um, but it puts the most effort into the voice. He's like, I could see um, this is what Bowser would sound like if he was like talking full sentences in the games. Exactly how I can imagine. I know he already has a voice in the games, but this is like if he had a full speaking role. <laughs> he's so good at everything. Every single scene he's in is just hit after hit after hit. It just, he just keeps doing good. There's never a dull scene with him. Yeah, I definitely agree. Bowser was. I think, like, the number one highlight for me in the movie, he definitely, definitely put on a show there, you know, and it's just like, especially with his number one single in the, in the, in the movie, <laughs> oh, yeah. that definitely, that definitely had my family cracking up, man, it was just like, that was like the best part of the movie for me, <laughs> just, but, well, that's just one of the best parts, but it's like, yeah, Jack Black as Bowser, man, he definitely needs to come back for the sequel, man. I don't oh. think anybody can replace him as Bowser, honestly, after I think this whole, movie. I think everybody should come back, even if the sequel's announced. Like, CinemaCon is, like, what, in a couple weeks, and I'm sure Universal's mm-hmm. gonna announce a sequel as with Nintendo. There's no doubt. I'm sure it's coming. We'll get the news soon, but don't expect for me to do an episode about that, but I will be tweeting about this as well, and chatting mm-hmm. with these two about them. But yeah, uh, great voice cast. Not bad as I expected. I think it really stood out well. To my anticipation, I think it really proved us wrong how we should never judge voice acting, especially whatever unorthodox video game voices we never get to see. I'm sure there'll be plenty more to come. So, Hats off to these got people that voices these characters just right. Great job. And uh, let's go on to the animation. Now, I did state this earlier this is like a full Mario movie with like the first act you see watching this movie as elimination, but by the second act, when they're into the mushroom kingdom, that's when the whole movie changes. You're just watching a straight up Mario movie. You're not watching a despicable me. You're not watching a secret life of pets. You're not watching sing. You're not even watching, you know, other, other of these elimination movies. You're just watching Mario. And that's to me, feels like that all the time watching this as you watch it over and over again you start to feel like you're watching a mario movie that's what i think about this movie i totally think the animation was lovely with elimination such such grace what do you guys think of the animation and all uh the animation's um, really good every character is super expressive every character is like more expressive than what they even do in the games i love the models they used yeah, and I agree with Morgan. This movie was definitely beautiful to look at. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off it. 
especially when Mario Luigi are going into the sewers. That water, man. Holy shoot. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so good. Especially that whole setting, the night scene. It, it almost looks like they're like in a live-action movie, oh, man. honestly. Hey, now, <laughs> it just looks so good. <laughs> Chris, we got to give hats to Chris Melododri for that partnership. That If it wasn't for them, how could we get a proper Mario movie like this? And no, I don't think... Fuck Warner Brothers, fuck Paramount. I even all love Paramount. Whatever other studios, they can't, they just have no match. If Universal didn't have Elimination on their side, that would look like a crappy movie to me. Mm-hmm. So, hats to Chris Maldondry for that. I'm just giving hands right now, dude. I'm just giving him <laughs> hands right now, but we're all going to plow for something else later on. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dub W. Let's talk about another lit part the soundtrack. Composed by Brian Tyler, composed, supervised by Kanji Kondo. But we got to talk about Brian Tyler. I don't know if he's a true Mario fan. I, I, there's no doubt because the music is insanely incredible. Let's not talk about the songs they borrowed and put in the movie. I mean, some were not bad, but the real soundtracks of the movie composed, they're unreal. There's so much. Like, we're not going to name the songs for those who haven't seen it, but we will talk about how grateful the songs were. Composed by Brian Tyler. What do you guys think of the songs composed by Brian Tyler? It's a good, it's a bigger soundtrack to put it, um, to put it lightly. He, you're constantly, it's hit, um, like it, you're constantly, um, like the amount of times you'll have like a big grin in your face because you'll instantly recognize all the songs and just this bombastic orchestra is beautiful. Yeah, I agree too. I thought the, I thought the soundtrack was pretty good too. Uh, even the ones that were like um, <clears throat> that weren't like original from like Mario, because I, I know they used some other tracks from like oh, the license 90s. music. Yeah, license music. Yeah, some people had were mixed about that. I thought they were fine. That they didn't really bother me as much. So I have to start. They some still were came... good. Some were good. Some were bad. I think that's my light yeah. opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some were good. I, I didn't mind it. I still got. I still kept. Was still hooked in the movie. I did recognize all the songs, so it's just like, yeah, it was fine to me. Let's Though I have to watch the second movie again to like really get my thoughts on it, my true thoughts. But for for what I've seen, I thought it was, they were fine. The third act of the songs that were played, I will admit, it was pretty pretty lit. I will say that I can't hmm. say the names, but I'm sure for those who are going to Mario movie, will know what I'm talking about. If they play the games, the songs in the third act, you're gonna be blown what the what the songs were and how it sounds like. You're gonna be impressed. Alright, but uh, there's a ton of Easter eggs we can just at least throw out at least one, not to spoil everything. But for my instance, the Easter egg has to be the DK rap. I don't know if that's one of your guys' thoughts, but the DK rap, I thought it was a good Easter egg. It was so good. When right Donkey Yeah, Kong, DK rap is really good. Right as Donkey Kong approached right there, the song Lead Played, I'm like, wow. Yeah, this is so fun. I think the my favorite like little Easter egg, I guess if you could um the uh, best way of describing it is when they go to, when the dance party in Bowser's castle and it plays Fury Bowser's theme. Oh, oh yeah, really? like, I was like I, I like had like a like a um, like a pre tense like shock moment. I was like wait wait what is this song? Oh my god, they're playing this wait, song. Wait, <laughs> the castle where they show all the enemies? That's the half the song from Bowser's Fury. Really? Yeah, yeah, it is. I should really play Bowser's Fury. I'm a jerk. I'm a I'm a lazy ass <laughs> dumb. I'm a lazy bum. My bad. I'm not, I'm sure not a disgrace. But yeah, I should have played more Bowser's Fury. But wow, thanks for letting me know, you guys. I thought it was good. 
I can't wait to see that again and listen to it again for sure. But good Easter egg. Uh, Hyper, what about your Easter egg reference that you really like? Honestly, I was going to say the same thing Morgan was, but oh. if I had to say my number one favorite, I know it's kind of, it's not much, but I liked the GameCube jingle from Luigi's phone. Because when I heard that jingle, it, it just it brought back a lot of childhood it memories. It like GameCube, really? Wait. It, it was. It was the GameCube jingle. <laughs> yeah, it's the GameCube jingle. It's kind of pitch shifted a little bit, but yeah, it's the GameCube jingle. Oh. And I love that jingle. It's just like brought back so many memories of me playing the GameCube all the time. It's like I love wow. that jingle. Thanks for letting me know about that, you guys. I'm gonna make sure to listen to that for sure. But yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Hey, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go like a little bit meme for a second. I remember this like one image where somebody's like some kid in the theater got really excited over the fire flower appearing in the movie while he's like noticing the GameCube jingle and you can feel the age in your body. <laughs> That's what Mario's all about. That's what the whole oh, and, um, Mario about. truly does truly apply to all ages. True, true. <laughs> doesn't matter if you're old, you're doesn't even matter how old or how young. Mario's Mario. All right, mm -hmm. but uh, let's go. Now, there's a lot. That's already a lot of the good things I like to discuss, but we do have one issue that we can all agree, and some people have thoughts to agree. It is the pacing, especially the runtime. Even though we're all, that we're not picking the runtime, but we will agree to admit, even I, even for myself, which I want to discuss. If you're not a Mario fan and you're watching this movie, you're saying it's an average movie. It's because of the pacing. The pacing on the whole runtime is just moving too fast. Especially how much character time or development we never get throughout the whole movie for those who are even not big into Mario. So I just think the pacing was just too quick and just the only issue. But it's a thrill ride, I guess. So And Lemonation made this just for kids like that. I guess that's probably why. Yeah, I feel like it's quick because they need to keep audiences' attention. If there's one word I could call it, it would I would describe it as like a sugar rush. Like, oh, yeah. everything goes quick. It's good, but it goes by too fast. Yes. <laughs> and I wish there was a little bit more of it. I want to see a little bit more of the world, the, the characters interacting, yeah. but it just goes by so quickly. That's the problem. Oh, man. It's, man. it's good, but it's like, I wish it could slow down and breathe a bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Especially the first act is so piece quick. Of, it feels like there's, like, more they wanted to put in this movie, but they had to, like, cut it down. Which is weird because they delayed this movie, so it's like <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> they delayed it from like this. They already delayed it for like a year, and then just like nothing gets fixed. I guess it was just animation work or something. Actually, I don't think it's struggling in production because of like issues. I think because other anime movies were like in like still in production issues. That's why they shipped the Mario movie out of the spot when Puss in Boots took that December slot. They just couldn't have it compete against each other, you know. But and mm. was fair, I guess, but yeah, I'm sure the sequel, I'm sure they're going to realize what the movie needs to be fixed, and they can just pretty sure make the world burning and development just better. Because to make this comp, Sonic, the Sonic movie, first movie, was an hour and 40 minutes, and then the sequel was two hours and three minutes. So I'm sure they're going to bump the runtime just a little bit to fix anything, you know? I'm sure. I'm hoping. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I think that's everything we can discuss on the topics of what this movie. Now, just to put this quick thoughts before we move on to the next parts. Um, definitely, if you're a Mario fan, you're loving it. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to be satisfied in every way. You're 
you're going to be just wishing you want to play on your GameCube and all the nostalgic moments again. No matter how busy, you probably want to feel yourself. You want to go back to trip down memory lane with this movie and then play whatever Nintendo stuff you have. That feels like that. That's all I'm going to say if you're a Mario fan. But if you're, li if you're not a Mario fan watching this, but you're watching this anyways, you'll probably say it's just an average movie, I guess. But if, if, if trust me, being a Mario fan will satisfy you. Believe me. Trust me, you guys. If you're coming to watch this movie, you want to believe yourself as a Mario fan. Trust me. It's the best feeling in the world. That's all I got to say, really. But in quick, uh, what about you guys and quick thoughts before we go on to uh, the conclusion? Sorry, the conclusion of your thoughts. Well, I thought the Mario movie was a great time. Like I said, it, it, goes, too, it goes a little too fast. I wish it could breathe and show us a lot more stuff. Like give characters more time to interact with each other but all in all it's a it's a mario movie made for mario fans so it's like if you go see this movie you're gonna love it if you're a mario fan but if you're not you like gamer was said you might find it just to be an okay average movie gamer was my gamer tag but he's referring to my name <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no, Danny, you're good. You're good. I, I didn't know what <laughs> you're good you're good <laughs> you're good about that though. don't worry about it but yeah, overall, I think everybody should go see this movie, whether they're Nintendo fans or not, and definitely give their thoughts on it. I still think it's a good time. It's just, just be prepared for that pacing, because it's going to go by a little bit quick. <laughs> Morgan, anything to conclude? Um, great movie. I'm kind of bad with these like all of closing thoughts, but it's just a great movie. Um, um, from start to end, I'm grinning for throughout the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we do go, we do got to discuss uh, staggering records. Now, we should have... Now, I know this story passed the first weekend, and we're on the second weekend of the box office for the Mario movie, but all I can say, it's crushing staggering records. Numbers are crazy, and so much, so much, so much stuff to talk about. But I'm just going to list a lot of the records that I just jogged down a week ago that we should have done this episode, or I've been lazy about this, but... For the particular opening weekend, for three-day, the Mario movies made 146.3, and for a five-day, made over 204.6 in its five-day. It's crazy. So, that movie over-project what this movie could do. And I said, this is Mario. I'd never sleep on it, and look how much money it freaking makes that opening weekend. So, um, it totally beats a lot of many things of factors, I mean... I'm here to say right now, I'm completely underballed by predictions. <laughs> Look, we're all underballed our predictions, right but I think we all nailed it. The fact it's over 100. So at least we're, we nailed the fact it's over 100. So I think it's a good job to us. We got to give ourselves pat, pat ourselves in the back. Yeah, we got so, close. <laughs> but we made it over 100. So I just knew we all made it at least. So the 100 million totally counts, at least how we nailed it. So, um,. Right now, the second weekend, as of April 16th, uh, this is very important. The Mari movie has the smallest drop in anime movie history in the box office. It only dropped 41%. Now, to give you to the education real quick and listeners that don't understand box office, the higher the percentage of a second weekend is, it's concerning, but the lowest it goes underneath, it's pretty good. So I can tell you, 40s to under 30s are good. 50s is not bad, but 60s and 70s are a little concerning. But for this movie, I did say 41%, so that's not concerning. The movie's made over a drop of $87 million. 
which is crazy. So that's so much, too much to bear in. Uh, I will say the records before I should give you guys the idea. So this is the highest opening weekend against Ant-Man that opened 105. Being the five-day opening weekend against Transformers Rich of the Fallen that came out in 2009. The highest debut opening elimination movie beating Minions. The second highest weekend behind The Incredibles 2, which made over 183. That was like two years ago when Disney animes were primals back in the day. Highest grossing video game movie of all time. Beating Sonic w 2 by 72.1 last year. Biggest <laughs> op and worldwide wise opening biggest opening worldwide total of 377 in its first weekend globally beating frozen 2 which made 358 so what do you guys think of the records and numbers i just talked about i'm gonna throw it to you but guys i know you guys are not analysts or enthusiasts but what do you guys think i've never been more impressed by a video game movie ever there's a lot of good movie, video game movies out there, but I don't think I've, I'm gonna expect. Um, I'm, I should have expected Mario would be the one that um the top all of them. Honestly, I had no doubt either. It's Mario. He's been around for years, so of course a lot of people are gonna see this movie, and of course it's gonna make a whole bunch of money. So it's like I had no doubt. Uh, I'm glad it is, so because it it does promise us that we may see more of this uh, new Mario soon. And I can't wait for that. And I'm hoping in the next movie, they'll finally have my boy Wario. Me too, bro. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> hey, let's not talk about Pedro Pascal because that was just a rumor Jack Black threw it. I don't know about Pedro Pascal. Again, what the voice cast can do, they, Pedro Pascal can do the same. But I'm expecting someone else. But let's not talk about it too much. I would rather be surprised. So mm -hmm. at the moment, oh, oh yes, at the moment, globally right now. Worldwide and domestically, the movie has made over $678 million and already passed the $100 million budget and its breaking point. It's more than a success. But can it get to a billion dollars? And I said this a while ago. I think it can. It's obvious it's now at the breaking point. And it's got a few more weeks until next month hits when Guardians and Fast X and when it goes to digital streaming, that's when the movie will completely die off a little. But considering that internationals is also a big deal it's going to boost the chance for a billion dollars it's a no-brainer that movie has a ton of steam dude it's a it's a <laughs> steal there's no doubt i have a i had a huge huge feeling it's going to be a billion dollar shot by a bullseye so mm. so pat and clayton of the bo voice if you're watching or listening to this you probably know i'm already right about the well at least clayton clayton if you're watching this or listening to this it does have a shot of a billion dollars, so hate to prove you wrong, but you do gotta check your uh, IP knowledge because Mario is just bigger than you think it is. Trust me. So, all right, but that's everything really. I don't have nothing to conclude, but that movie was fun, was a great success, billion dollar chance. This is amazing. I cannot wait. Now, by the time this billion dollar, let, boys, let's just do a favor real quick. Let's uh, let us do a little quick favor before we go. Now, by the time the movie goes to a billion dollar, which we're not going to discuss about that, I want us to give us a plow, applaud, sorry, applaud you to plow, hats off cap to Universal, Nintendo, Elimination, and everybody involved in this movie. But let's overall give a props and claps to Universal for everything they pulled out of Steam this year recently and a little bit of last year. 
they've been coming off very big, very hot. Mario was just a big top of their game. And we just have no other way to appreciate but that studio. Let's get fans real quick. Yeah. I'm clapping if you can't hear about clapping. <laughs> I can't pick up the clapping. <laughs> I'm clapping. I'm clapping. I'm... Yeah. But yeah. W. Big W indeed. For Wario. Please, guys. Wario. My boy Wario. Let me know in the comments got... how bad you love to see Wario. That's I got double piece Wario signs hanging up right now. I know you can't see, but I got two on my hands with W's right now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, that's why you must be a subscriber to see what I have. Put up all that reaction to my face, of course. But yeah, <laughs> I guess that is going to be it. I think we've done it for now, boys. Before we go, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter, Morgan underscore Koopa, on Twitch at Morgan underscore KP, and on YouTube as Morgan KP. No underscore this time. I will leave those descriptions in the show notes so people can find it easily, of course. Hyper or Devontae? Uh, yeah, I'm, you can find me at hashtag HyperMario24 at Twitter, HyperMario24 at YouTube, and uh, I think that's it so far. <laughs> Those are my only two active uh, social media so far, but trust me, I'm I'm working on a lot of stuff, especially this video because it's coming out in the next few days. I can't wait to do it. But yeah, you can find me there if you're interested in what I do and <laughs> want to hear more of my thoughts on stuff. So yeah, check me out. That's right. Give those guys <laughs> a follow on any 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 streaming content platform wise to see if they're going to be on my show anytime soon. But I think that's going to be concluding that will be now thank you boys so much for joining me on the hype train for the mario could have done this without you guys it really is a pleasure to have you both on my show thank you for having me glad to be here of course yeah i'm happy to be here too as always and as for me ladies and gentlemen if you're loving the show and if you're mario fans that enjoyed the the hype mario stuff in the episode itself of course follow and subscribe to my show any platforms if you're watching this on youtube subscribe hit that like button comment what you think of the mario movie Follow me all over the place on any platform that you prefer to listen to me on or watching me on. Follow my social media platforms on Twitter at ISUS4MPod. I will leave that in the show notes as well in the description. My TikTok, I screen, you screen for movies. Rate and review five star on Apple or Spotify really helps. But Apple is the one that mostly matters. So people can find more about the show. Really helps if you guys leave your review and feedback on this show really is helpful really is easy to find my podcast and don't and you're of course you're of course fuck it's a rock feed my bad so bad and this kind of shit but you're welcome to leave you're you're welcome to reach me on my email dscomalaji at gmail.com i don't know how i just messed that up but anyways you're welcome to reach me out on my email if you want to talk about being as a guest or what you think of the Mari movie or what do you think of my show? Reach me out. You know, you're welcome to shoot me an email, dscomlaji at gmail.com. Follow, subscribe, hit the podcast, hit the bell, notification on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Really is helpful tremendously. And before I do go, I do have nothing to do this month of April. I know, like I said, the movie's overdue. The review's finally out as of recording and I'll publish. But I will be covering CinemaCon like last year, which I'm very excited to get into. And I'm going to have 
the same duo podcast. I'm a hugely fan of the Bo Boys. They will be coming on my show in a couple weeks, and we're going to be discussing the hype of CinemaCon, but most of all, the Flash. This is another episode for those who are listening and enjoying my show. This is the kind of topic you don't want to miss. CinemaCon is another huge episode. You don't want to miss out. And I do have the episode for it last year. You guys are welcome to check by it to get the idea of what CinemaCon is. So I will explain what CinemaCon is on that episode by the time I do this episode. So, And yeah, I think that will do it, gentlemen. I think we've done it. I don't think there is left to say except until next time. I'll be screaming you all at I screamed, you scream for movies. Nailed it.